podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Nuno Tavares is a red. Welcome to your latest transfer news. Good morning, good evening, or good night, wherever in the world you are. Whatever time of day you're watching this, hope you're having a fantastic day. And welcome to your latest, latest Nottingham Forest transfer news. In today's video, we're going to be talking about the latest signing. New no, man, new no. We'll be giving the latest on Murillo as he has undergone parts of his medical and then the news is developing even further as Freuda looks like he is on his way out and Dominguez is on his way in. If you haven't already, please don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. And we're doing this live, guys, so get your comments in the chat. I hope you guys are all doing well. It's good to see you all in there. Good to see you, Maddie Martin. Um, who else we got in here? Turbo, Sam, Brett, Brett. Good to see you all guys streaming in as we go. And we got a little poll going on. Do you are you Nuno? Yes or Nuno? No. Make sure you uh, get your vote in on that. Okay, let's get into this and um, let's talk about Nuno. Why does it do that? Why does it do that when I press buttons? Hold on. Okay, there we go. Let's talk about um, Tavares. And let me give you the details of it before I give you my actual thoughts. So it's been uh, confirmed by Romano as well. It's a loan deal that's going to cost us just over a million with an option to buy him of 12 million. The loan's going to last until June. Uh, Medical tests are being completed today. And uh, he is basically a here we go on there. And I just, I'm not a massive fan of his. I'll be honest with you guys. Um, He's limited in what he can do, in my opinion, defensively. He's better going forward than he is back. And I just, I'm not a big fan. I'm just going to be straight with you. I like Aina so far. I've been impressed with Aina. I'd probably take Tiger ahead of him, who we were linked to earlier on today. And uh, yeah, as Josh says, what's happened to the 30 mil that Arsenal were trying to get for him? Well, that's long gone, long gone. 12 mil is the option to buy. Look, I guess I guess if I'm going to be a happy clapper about this, I'll say um, it's tried before you buy. If he's crap, then just bench him and then don't use him again and send him back to Arsenal. There is no obligation to buy. It's an option to buy on this one. But his track record in the Premier League isn't great. I think he's played 21 times for Arsenal. Um, He also was on loan to Marseille, as we told you about when this link was first um, brought forward a few weeks back, where he played 39 games. He got six goals with them. And he's played as well in the Portuguese under-21s. He is 23 years old, so he still does have a good few years ahead of him. Very fast, very nimble but just defensively so lackluster and in a team where you're coming into the style of play that Cooper's currently deploying with Nottingham Forest you're gonna need a left wing back who can actually defend and for me that is my biggest worry do I hope he goes and proves me wrong absolutely but I just I just don't get good vibes from this one at all but I don't know I don't know I'm just being honest with you guys 
that's that's all it is. But what are you guys thinking about it? Let's get a few of your thoughts um, in there. Jasper's saying, ain't a bad deal. I'm just not feeling him as a fan. Hussein saying, alone is a good option. Buying him would have been a risky outlay. He'll probably provide cover for Aynar. I think it may be the other way around. I see saying, a left back, we have Nuno, Ola, and Nico. Right back, Serge Montiel, Nico, and Biancone. Um, Ash saying, not being a happy clapper, but he's young, so he can only improve, you hope. And Maddie's saying, play uh, Tavares as a winger then. Maybe, maybe. I'd probably play him as a winger. Um, let's get a couple more comments and we'll carry on with it. Uh, Brett saying, told you that if we don't get any of the CDMs, we'll miss out late on the window and start looking. Uh, start to look that way. I'm afraid waited too long on players that never wanted to come and wasted time. And no, Tommy, it's an option to buy for 12 million on him. Look, um, it's it's not the worst deal, but it's not the most exciting deal. Um, I honestly have been extremely impressed with Einar, and I would still have Einar ahead of him in the pecking order. You need to be able to, I don't care if you're alone or not, man, you need to be able to come in and fight for your place in the team. However, has there been some assurances from Forrest to Arsenal that he will get first-team football? That is my worry in this. We've seen Santos coming from Chelsea. My guess is on that, there's been assurances from Forrest to Chelsea. And my worry is it will be the same with him um, to Arsenal. And that's what I do worry about. Um, a couple more comments coming in. Um, Fonsi's saying, I am not sure about him, uh, but what do I know? Every opinion counts. Uh, Keith saying, Tavares, I prefer Earthwind and Fire. Tyranny to Spain, we've missed out on that. Yeah, I probably would have preferred Tyranny as well. Jasper saying, watched him on All or Nothing, only time I've ever seen him play. Don't forget, he played against us in the Cup and was subbed off after about 35 minutes. Uh, yeah, bro says, it's so illogical, winger-wise. We have Jono Elanga, Gibbs-White, etc. Fullbacks, we have too many. Clearly, Cooper wants an out-and-out left-back. I think that's what it is with this one. I agree with Crypto, man. Loddy, man. Loddy was the deal, but it is what it is. And Akuna. I'm guessing the Akuna deal is all dead based on his hamstring injury. Akuna would have been absolutely fantastic. Um, you are right, Tommy. He didn't want to come to Forest, but obviously, and this is something that's really important. It's a great point that Tommy raises here. Initially, the reports were he didn't want to come to Forest. It looks like his options may have run out. I'm speculating on that one. Don't hold me to it. But if that's the case, is that the kind of attitude you want of a player coming in? I don't know. But anyway. So that's one. that one's done. Um, the medical sounds like it's done as well. Forrest will probably announce it tomorrow. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just like, my voice hurts too much to rant on about it. I, I fully agree with what a lot of you guys are saying. In terms of the amount of fullbacks we've currently got in the squad, it's just too many. It's just too many. And we do need to offload a couple of those right backs. And I think maybe Serge is up probably for the chop and going across to maybe Saudi. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, so that's news number one. Now, the good news, the real exciting news, as the screen does, and there's Ez in the background. God knows what he's doing. Let me just fix that every time I press the goddamn button, Ez. Seriously. Okay. 
The good news is Murillo has undertaken the first part of his medical and he has passed out with flying colours. And this deal is, as I told you in the afternoon report, as good as done. So let me give you the full details on this. Uh, Murillo has completed the first part of his medal kill test as um, as new Nottingham Forest player in the morning. It's a 15 million euro package um, deal confirmed with Corinthians to retain sell-on clause. So there will be a sell-on clause on him on top of that. The initial outlay, we believe, is about 11 million, 11.4, something like that. And the total package will work its way up to about 13 and a half in pounds. And I, I just think this is a fantastic signing. I still think he needs a little polishing, as I said um, the other day. But honestly, he is exactly what we need. We need a brute at the back. Someone who's going to swat off attackers like they're nobody. At the age he is now, he's still like he can still develop to be even bigger and even stronger. And I really do like that. At 21, he's not going to count as uh, one of the 25-man squad, whereas um, Tavares will. And everything that I don't like about the Tavares deal is the complete opposite for the Murillo deal. I'm really excited by this signing. I feel that we do have an aging set of centre-backs. When you look at, okay, Warrell's still in his 20s, but then you look at Bully in his 30s. You look at um, Felipe in his mid-30s. You look at uh, Nia Kase, I believe he's 27-ish now, so getting towards that 30 age. We haven't got that young, breaking centre-back talent that we need. And for me, he is absolutely perfect. Now, is he going to come straight into the team? This is the debate that we keep having. Well, one, I don't think he will be in time for Burnley, so don't expect him there. But it may be Chelsea that where we do see him. Um, because he'll have done his medical and completed, say, by tomorrow. And that will give him maybe one, two-ish training sessions to depending on what the rotor will be, obviously, with the Burnley game coming up, and then it'll be Chelsea on Saturday. So I do like him. I'm really excited about him. I'm sure you can tell with my croaky voice. But um, the, these are the recruitments Forrest should be making. And we should have been making these recruitments much, much earlier in the summer for me. Um, yes, you can call it a bit of the Brighton model and what have you, but we've got a really good scouting network currently out in South America, and we're starting to see some fruits of that coming through. Now, I still would have preferred these deals to have been done mid-July latest, get them into the preseason, integrated into the team, etc. But we are where we are with it. But this one is absolutely fantastic. What are you guys saying to these? Let's have a look. Get your comments in. Yeah, I agree, Nico. It's always as as is always the problem. Um, Tommy says, so Marseille wanted Lodi, but not Nuno, who was, uh, who was, who was with them last season. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. Tommy's on fire today with his points as well. Can we sign VAR instead? Says Pete, that's too expensive, man. Man, you have got that covered off. Pat's saying, I'm sorry, but I just can't move on from this. Why would Cooper ever think that Danilo and Yates had a hope in hell's um, competing as Brunerics and Casemiro. I can't move on from it. Pat, you're going to have to, unfortunately. Uh, James is asking what's happening with Dennis. Dennis is still available to leave. There's been no bids or no solid um, links apart from the Palace one, Palace one even, and that's died off recently as well. Um, let's, let's get your comments in on Murillo, though. 
Um, yeah, bro says Murillo made it pro in April. I don't think he's going to start anytime soon. I'll be surprised. He is really good though. Yeah, he's only played about what a handful of games for Corinthians. Um, I but I still think it's really good that we're getting in very early with him. Harvey's very excited about him, as am I. Um, excited for Murillo. Love the Brazilians. I agree. Kane saying uh, McKenna to Rangers or Celtic, I would say, would be decent for them. Yeah, we probably do need to get rid of one or two of the centre-backs. Crypto saying breaking news, Warrell has signed a new three-year extension with Nottingham Forest. Not really. That's him dreaming. Um, Wake up saying, I'm still pissed about Scarpa and hope he comes back in January. Not with Cooper around, will he? Uh, DJ says, some good improvements in our squad. Uh, Let's get these comments of flying in. Spencer saying, Udinese in talks with Dennis. Yes, there are one or two Serie A clubs. You are right. I did forget that. Apologies, but you are spot on, Spencer. Well said. And Martin saying, we could have had Bade as centre-back if someone thought he was good enough. Mm, that would have been a really good sense back. Uh, yeah, bro, it says, does Montiel start over Aurier? I would again think the long-term plan for it is a yes, um, in my opinion. I don't think, again, it's another low knee. It's starting to turn a bit into our promotion season, but we had a lot of low knees coming in. So at the moment, we've got Montiel coming in on loan. We've got Santos in on loan. We've got Tavares in on loan. So that's already three. Two of those have come from the Premier League. So the Premier League quota, that's it. We can't get any more loans for. We can still get, if I remember correctly the rules, you can have four international loanees, but you can only register a maximum of of four loans. Oh, for God's sake, why did I press that button? As you're so annoying. Um, You can only have a maximum of four loanees named in the Premier League squad. So, for example, let's just say we've got two more loanees from Juventus. Then Cooper would have to decide, does he want to drop the two Premier League ones and have all four internationals, or does he want two out of two, if that makes sense. So, that's where we are with the loanees. The news now is, though, that we can't really get any more loanees, technically. There is, what, one spot left? And it can't be from the Premier League. But you never know. Look, am I against these loanees? No. I think I think in this year where Forest are tight against FFP, the loan market is extremely, extremely important to us. And we need to utilize it just like we did in the championship season, in the promotion season. Should we fall in love with these loan E players? Well, the one player you should not fall in love with will be Santos because he is 100% heading back to Chelsea. However, I do feel that if he has a good season with Nottingham Forest and Caseda and Lavia and all the rest of their six million center, central midfield players do perform, then there won't be room in the squad for him. And maybe, maybe we can turn that one into a permanent. But the, at the moment, that's the least likely one. With um, with Tavares, we have the option to buy. For those of you joining late, it's what did I say? 11 or 12 million. I can't remember now. Let me just double check. He is at 12 million as the option to buy, plus the million and a bit that we've already spent. So you're looking at a grand total of 13 million for him, which, as Tommy said, is 2 million more than Lodi cost Marseille. And he wasn't Marseille, and they chose Lodi over him, which I think is extremely interesting. And then uh, with, with the right back, 
we do have an option. I think it's a obligation to buy on that one uh, of 11 and a half million. That will be subject to games played. Now, if that is an obligation to buy, then it doesn't count as a loan because it's seen as kicking the road down the can. So potentially, potentially, we can still bend and break the rules a little bit just to play it into our favor, if that makes sense. Um, okay, we still got more to talk about for you guys. I know we just did a video a couple of hours ago, but there's already 340 odd of you in here. Please do take a second if you haven't already to hit that like button. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. Keep your alerts on. I'm telling you guys, this is going to be a busy 48 hours. And every time something breaks, we will be bringing it to you. Okay, let's, in, let's get into your comments and then we'll move on to the next story. So, uh, yeah, bro, saying, yeah, Spence gone to Leeds. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Tommy's saying, when is the deadline for us to loan out players to championship clubs? Is there a window for that after we submitted the 25-man squad? Yeah, it's usually a week or two. I think it's I think it's a week after the transfer deadline day. So we can still do business. And also the Saudi League is open until the 20th of August off the top of my head. So there's still a lot of business that can still be done outside of the window closing. Um, Harry's saying I'd cash in for Johnson. He isn't as good as everyone says. What do you think? I would say anything 43 to 50 million, I think take it and you can rebuild. Um, it is an interesting point because I'll say this. With West Ham selling Declan Rice with the 100 million or whatever it was, I feel they've brought very well with it. Ward Prowse coming in for about, what was it, 30 mil? Um, they've brought in a couple of other midfielders. And that midfield is looking, I would argue, a lot more balanced for them at a cheaper rate. And they've brought three players in for the price of one. So they're doing some good business there, in my opinion, at West Ham. So if Jono was to be sold, and he does want Spurs. Out of the clubs he wants, it's Spurs or it would be like a villa for him. Um, if he goes to Spurs and we get, say, the 50 million for him, the question is going to be, what is the club going to do with that money? Do they need to keep it where it is just to level the books or can they reinvest it? Now, what I feel is happening at the moment is that Forrest is spending the Jono money before we sell Jono. And I do think that is the right approach if that is what they were doing. Because anytime a big signing goes through in the transfer window, you can add 10% onto any price um, that you go to with a club if they know you've just accepted, you know, a 50 million bid for Jono. So if that's the case, but they do need to recruit a, win a winger. And that's why I'm coming around to the idea of Callum Hudson Adoy because we're just going to be left with basically Alanga and Dennis. And as Sai says, Dennis is good. He's just not given a chance. I fully agree with what Sai is saying there. And I don't think Dennis will be given a chance. And I think Forrest will look to offload it. Um, what else we got you guys saying here? It's quite fun doing this live. I don't mind it as long as I don't say anything too stupid. Um, Matt saying, we need a striker ASAP in case, in case Taiwo gets injured. Heaven forbid. That is a problem. The problem is, the problem is that we got... Chris Woods. And I don't mean that disrespectfully to him. The problem is the club spent 19 million on him. And we can't then just go and buy a backup striker and basically say, ah, oh, we've got to bin off this 19 million. 
because there is i think there will be a certain section of the fan base who are really opposed to jono going and they will blame those deals for chris wood and shelby and one or two others and they will look at it and say had we not wasted 19 million on wood have we not wasted six million on shelby would be would we really be that tight in terms of financial fair play and having to sell off one of our prized assets in Brennan Johnson? And you've got to say they do have a point with that. They do have a point. But putting that to one side, Forrest, I'll be surprised if we get a backup striker because that would basically, basically push Chris Wood out pretty much of the squad. You would need two injuries for that. And that's the thing with it. And that's where I think not only has the Chris Wood deal been bad, but also it's bad in terms of us recruiting for up front. Yes, he does bring a different different element to our strike force. He's more about being in the box, playing with his back to goal, bringing in the wingers and things like that. I get that. But I don't see Forrest getting a backup striker. And they're probably going to keep Huang as well because I don't think anyone's going to want him. Okay, a couple more of your comments and then we'll move on to the next story. Turbo saying, I honestly think Alanga is more exciting than Jono at the minute. Johnson is just a pace merchant, but Alanga has that too. I do like I do like how you talk, Turbo. I, I respect it, should I say. Once uh, once a player is gone, he's no longer a forest player. That's, I'm probably putting words in your mouth, but I know what you're saying. Right. Mark's saying, any chance of us going back in for Ian Nacho? He's talking about the Leicester guy, for those of you who didn't figure the joke out. Again, I'll just kind of refer back to what I said. I don't think we're going to see a striker. I really don't. I think I think what's left is, well, we've got the left back now. We probably, probably will still chase in Diddy. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that one falls through. Because I've seen him linked to Bayern Munich, I think it was. Hopefully they go and get him because I don't think he's right for Forrest. Um, we're going to see uh, Murillo get done over the line and we'll see this next one that we'll talk about. That's a nice segue. Watch the screen go funny again. Oh, it didn't this time. No, it did. Of course it did. Freaking S man. Dominguez. I think we're probably going to see this one happen because it is a good deal for both sides. I touched on it earlier in the afternoon video that Dominguez is probably going to join Nottingham Forest in some form of a swap deal with Remo Freuler going the other way. And I like it because I do like this player. He's decent. He's not he's not Sangare. Let, let me just get that off the bat. And he's not Fofana, right? But he is a solid enough CM who can drop into a CDM position or play it as a double pivot. So I'm not against him. Decent age as well. He's a lot younger than Freuler. Freuler's in his 30s now. Dominguez is, I think, you guys will correct me if I'm wrong, 25 off the top of my head. He he scores a couple of goals as well. 34 odd appearances for Bologna last season and three goals. And he's got, he's very two-footed, which is what I like about him. So he will bring a different element into the team. He's not a ghost. That's kind of a good jumping off point with him. So I expect him, I expect this deal to be done. Now I can see a couple of you saying in the chat, is it a straight swap? Hmm, I don't think so. I think we will have to pay them a little cash with this one. I think if I remember rightly, the price they were originally talking about was about 13 mil. 
somewhere around there in euros. Um, I would say Freuler is worth about eight mil. It would be a very small fee either way, in my opinion, if this were to happen. But I do like him and we do need to bolster this midfield. Like Santos is good. Here comes the screen again. Santos is good and he's decent, but um, he's still untested and he's very green for the Premier League. So we're going to have to see what happens there. And that's why I think maybe Ndidi is still something they're looking at with the worry that what if Santos doesn't um, flourish. But with Dominguez, he can play. He's similar. I guess you could say somewhat similar to Danilo's position. Yeah. Now, does that mean he's in for competition? I don't know. For Danilo, I don't know. Let's let's let that one get over the line. But those are the close deals. Let, let me just remind you the close deals. So you've got uh, Nuno, pretty much done. You got Murillo. Um, sorry, Nuno done. You got Murillo just signing off and going through the process through the medical. That's two. You've got Dominguez on the swap deal. That's three. Callum Hudson Odoi. Now, this one's probably one of the slower ones because, as I mentioned to you earlier, this one still has not. What the hell is going on with this screen? Weird. Callum Hudson Odoi. There's no um, fees agreed. The, the fee is around 8 mil that they're talking, but either Chelsea or Forest are not happy with it and they're trying to negotiate it either up or down. On the personal terms, we think that they will be okay and he will agree to come to Nottingham Forest. Again, this is another player that's leaving it late in the window. Has he run out of options and is he looking to come to Nottingham Forest rather than go nowhere? And there's one other player and I've completely forgot who it is now. It was the fifth one. You lot will tell me in the chat. You lot will tell me. All right, let's see what you guys are saying. Um, John's saying, do you think Huang will be given a chance? I think he'll be used as backup. And thanks for your help earlier, John. I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, wake up saying, how many of our starting 11 would you say are in form? Oh, that's a very good question. I would say Bolly's in form, Awani's in form, Matt Turner's in form. I'd kind of say Aina, potentially. Crypto with the two pounds. Thank you so much, man. I would say that's about it. That's about it. Uh, crypto is saying, Freuler might be worth 8 million in the next Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, I, I would say there's four fully informed players. I don't think anyone in our midfield is. I don't think outside of Bolly, anyone in the centre-backs positions are. And in our attack, I would say one year, and I'd probably say Alanga, but Alanga's not being started. So that's it. Thank you, Martin. Thank you. It's the goalkeeper we spoke about earlier. That was bugging me. Now that one looks like it's going to happen. What's interesting on the goalkeeper is there are a lot of parallels running between Forest and Manchester United. Manchester United didn't want Henderson, Forest did, and he ends up at Palace. But they're both chasing the same style goalkeepers. In fact, the same names. Um, he was being chased by Manchester United. They've given up on him and moved elsewhere. And now Forrest are coming in to sweep up the dirty seconds for Man U. But having said that, having said that, I still think he's a really good goalkeeper. Uh, Lawson, if you want to become a member, switch that round, exclamation mark. Member, buddy, appreciate it. But yeah, so look, those are the main stories. Um, as things develop, we'll keep you guys posted. I just thought I'll come on. I didn't even rant yet on Tavares. I got a lot more to say about him. I am happy to give him a chance. 
but he's just he's just not Luddy for me. He's just not Luddy for me. Hazzy Science says, Darth, for those of you joining late, let me just give you the quick headlines. It is confirmed he is a red, a loan deal with a loan fee of about just over a million pounds with an option to buy, not an obligation to buy of 12 million at the end of June. And his loan goes until June. So that one's done. Murillo has undertaken part of the medical and completed that today. Fees agreed on him. Personal terms agreed. This is just a, a matter with Murillo of dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And that will be done as well. And then the three other ones we talked to you about are pretty close. Obviously, on the way out, we've got Freuler that we've just spoken about, potentially Dennis. He's still got Lewis O'Brien being linked to a few teams. And of course, the big one is Brennan Johnson. He's looking more and more likely to end up at somewhere like Spurs because I'm now hearing rumors that Spurs is his preferred destination. How true or not that is, we'll dig into it and we'll find out for you guys. So, there's your update, guys. There's 400 of you in here. Thank you so much for chilling. Please do hit that like button if you haven't already. And just a quick request, if you haven't voted yet or if you want to vote again for the uh, football awards, the link is in the description. And if you do exclamation mark vote in the chat, you can go to it as well. And if you'd be so kind as to vote us for best new content creators, best content creators for Premier League, and best podcast for Beat the Drop. And, you know, I am still 21, so maybe I qualify for best youngest creator. So if you want to do that, it is really, really appreciated. Right, we'll be back at 8 o'clock for another live, but that'll be on the FFTV Premier League channel. That'll be a full review and a roundup, and no doubt talking about the transfers here with Beavis and Butthead, um, Ez and Forrest Ant. So make sure... Make sure you're tuned in. Go grab yourself some dinner or a drink. Take an hour's break. I have to go and rest my voice before I completely lose it. I love doing these lives with you guys. I love seeing what you guys are uh, talking about in the chat. You guys are weird. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> We're nothing, but I do love you all. So we'll see you in an hour on the FFTV Premier League channel. Um, make sure you subscribe to that as well. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you then. Come on, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.